Goodbye, Fireman, and hello, Mom. Welcome to the Island Shuffle, Firemen, uh, Firewomen, to all the fighters, to all the fire people out there. You're um, fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great. I bet that's confusing for firefighters. Yeah. If they're bad at their job. You're fired. Wait, no, but that means I have to do my job <laughs> even better yeah. now. No, I gotta put myself out now. Take a shower. Hit the showers. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Spray water on yourself. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet this is a real problem. <laughs> I bet this is a genuine problem that firefighters have. This is a big issue. This is an election issue. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's dividing our nation. This is what is dividing our nation. Uh, and honestly, the only thing that can unite our n- nation is watching Lost in the Wrong Order. <laughs> yes, totally. So we're on fa- the island shuffle. On the so I- that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I'm Bean. I'm James. And together we unite our nation finally after so such a long struggle. After years, like four years. <laughs> there was a really part. <laughs> a, t- uh, a really funny take I always hear is that the that it's m- like like american uh, in american politics specifically i guess uh-huh. uh is the take of americans have never been more divided uh and then <laughs> what about the civil war yeah that's kind of the one <laughs> that's kind of the big one <laughs> they were definitely more divided at a certain point i think so i think that the civil war is arguably a much more divisive period of american history it's not to say that there's not some amount of truth in your gross exaggeration. Yeah. Here, but but there was definitely <laughs> a literal civil war. Yeah. You were two countries <laughs> for yeah. a second there. Until uh, we start digging the trenches. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think we can uh, safely ascribe the most divisive time to... Uh, <laughs> to s- literal civil war. The civil war. And that's that's just my opinion. That's just our take. That's hot a, take. That's just our hot take. And honestly, that's why we're running for office. That is why <laughs> to, we are running to this remind town. people of the American Civil War. That's it our is platform. a lizard town, and we are running it. We are running this lizard town into the lizard ground. <laughs> and uh, uh. what episode of Lost did we watch this week? <laughs> I don't even know what it was called. Uh, it's season five, episode fifteen, uh-huh. and it's called "Follow the Leader." Follow the leader. Mm. Who's the leader? You ask? Well, we got a new one this week. That's true. Uh, there's not really, like, there's a present time and a back time. Where do you want to start this time? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, But they're both, like, the present time. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. no, there's no like, central character in this I one. I guess let's start in the 1970s. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in the 1970s. Is it the 70s? Is it, that it, one? It is, is? It is 1977, I think, is okay. the exact year. Cool. Um, and Disco hasn't happened yet. Nope. The Stones are, like... In their prime, they they may have just put out some girls. I'm not sure exactly when those dates line up, but so, some girls is coming coming soon. Some girls is either just out or on its way. Yeah, about to be best new music. Oh man, I'm boy Pitchfork in the '80s. And then some 41 girls was their next uh, production. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was, but I I like the idea of it. Do you remember that that song on their album Some Forty One Girls? It goes, Women in Ajax Ontario, Women in Ajax Ontario. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't remember it. No, you don't remember that. No, one? for some reason it didn't stick. It doesn't. St- quite have the earworm potential that a lot of other Stones classics do. What about the the other one off their classic album, Some 41 Girls? It goes to uh, Avril Lavigne, 
You are our queen. <laughs> married to the singer of some 41. Boy, I love the <laughs> I love this glimpse into what you know about some 41. Ajax <laughs> Ontario dated Avril You know, apparently the um the mothers of some 41. Speaking of some 41. <laughs> yes. Um so they're the band is from Ajax Ontario. Mm-hmm. Apparently whenever they got really big. They all bought their mom's um, Cadillac Escalades. Oh. And then the moms always got, or they all got vanity license plates that said, Some mom. <laughs> <laughs> Some mom? Some mom. Is it, is it, how was, how was mom spelt? Was it M-O-M? M-U-M. M-U-M. Yeah. So just some mom. Some mom. Some mom. Some mom. Some mom eat fresh. Yeah, some mom. <laughs> So um yeah that's, that's, that's uh, everything I know about some forty one girls. That's excellent. I'm glad yeah. we f- I'm glad that uh we finally figured it out. We got it. <laughs> we got it. Uh, I literally couldn't name a some forty one song for you. Hell I na- song. In too deep. Oh, in too deep. Still is waiting. I always fat lip. Fat lip. That's fat lip's the big one. Wait, let's do it. B, cause you. What da 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 What I really really yeah. want. <laughs> But they pan it left and right. Yeah, it's got that Beastie Boys vibe. I guess we don't pan very hard, so people won't, uh, the effect won't be the same. Yeah, we pan a little bit. Yeah, but not much. Not much. We like to keep it, I remember, you know, some people Mm -hmm. do a one-year sort of thing every now and again. And I'm I'm not into that, because what if your headphones are busted? Yeah. Then you get, a lot of jazz records are actually mixed that way. Where it's like fully, the instruments uh-huh. are completely in stereo. Uh-huh. But that means if your headphones are broken, then it's just like, hope you like drums and bass. Well, th- Fucking who? idiot. Jazz is made to punish the soul. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when, Lu- when Louis Armstrong picked that trumpet up nigh 100 <laughs> years ago, he said, I want to punish a soul. I want to punish a soul. And then he fucking wrote, I don't know, Five Rats Blues or whatever at the yeah, hell. And he, said, he wrote... Some forty two. <laughs> Are we watching a show? Summer of forty one. <laughs> so much, there's so much comedy to be wrought from Got some forty one. First real forty one string. <laughs> bought it at the four and one. <laughs> really funny parody of <laughs> Summer of sixty nine, but some forty one related. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Was the summer of 41? Da! Me and some guys from Ajax <laughs> had a band and we tried real hard. Derek Weebly got married to Avril Lavigne. Then Avril Lavigne got married to Chad Croker. A <laughs> mom's <Then> all <laughs> have escalates. <laughs> License plate reads some mom. Yes. Great. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they did not finish the recording of that song. <laughs> they they like us right out of some forty one fact. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> Nobody's quite sure. <laughs> uh, let me look at my notes and see what actually happened on this uh, damn ass show. Okay, so a lot of things happened this time around. Uh, here's where we're at. Daniel Faraday just walked into the others' camp, oh, yeah. and he's about to get shot. Yeah. In fact, he does get shot. Yeah. Uh, Who shoots him? 
his mom. <laughs> but he hasn't mommed yet because time travel happens. Yeah, exactly. He's back in time. His own mother kills him. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's had a baby yet. No. So she kills her unborn child. Yes. Is it a statement about abortion? I don't know. It's a sort of religious show. It is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when we say Lost is a religious show, we mean it is a fundamentalist Christian show <laughs> with an incredibly literal interpretation <laughs> yes. of the Bible. It, it, and that's not and that's not always super clear because yeah. the show kind of like drifts and goes a lot of weird directions. Uh-huh. But there's no denying that Lost. <laughs> we have one a, very clear... Um, Example with us today. Yes. Uh, definitely real and not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a real true thing. Um, so, uh, while this scene is happening, Kate and Jack are crouched in the bushes. And Kate says, what Daniel Faraday's talking about is crazy. He wants to detonate a hydrogen bomb what? to at the Swan Station huh? to prevent the Swan Station from getting built and Crazy. therefore prevent the uh, Oceanic Flight A-15 from crashing on the island due what? to Desmond's mistake. He was, he's talking about erasing everything. And Jack says, well, what if he's right? What if he knows what he's doing? And then bang. <laughs> and then that, oh yeah, and then he gets killed. Yeah, and then yeah. he gets killed. And that essentially sets up like our conundrum in of this timeline the whole yes. time it's mostly just jack and kate yes. disagreeing yes kate says uh we shouldn't detonate a hydrogen bomb because mm-hmm. it will kill people kate takes a hard stance on that one which yeah. i mean yeah mm-hmm. it's very like 1945 style stance which honestly valid yeah um, uh, Kate is incredibly. Jack is a few years earlier. This is, <laughs> yeah. Jack is like, we should split the atom. Yeah, we really gotta. <laughs> Let's do two. Let's. What if we made an ultimate weapon that uh, cast a grand and horrible shadow over all of geopolitics for the next, oh, say hundred or so years? Yeah. Uh, we got twenty more years of that shadow. And, K- and Kate says, I think that's a bad idea. I think that's a bad idea. And Jack is like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember that classic Oppenheimer <laughs> quote when, after the Trinity, Trinity test where he said, you know what, fuck you. <laughs> you know what, fuck you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> now I am become fuck you, destroyer of <laughs> yes. worlds. Uh, um, so, while they debate uh, whether a nuclear weapon is good or not, uh, the others find them. They ride up with a horse and fucking dome jack. Yeah. Uh, they have horses. They I don't have remember them horses. Ha- I don't remember they have them. one horse. They have exactly one horse, and they put it to great use. They have one person on a horse and other people on foot, <laughs> which is a funny combination. It's really good. You know those people on foot must be like, oh, this fucker and his horse. I wish I had a goddamn horse. Only one person gets a horse. This is, all, this is how the hierarchy of the others works. Totally. You and you know... You know, if something happens to the horse, they're fucked. They're done. Yeah. Where? What? What can you do? That's their only mode of, mode of transportation. Where do you get another horse? They're like, well, we could ride the polar bears, I guess. Yeah, I would love to know where this horse came from. This is the ultimate question for me. Yeah. Uh, Did they take it on a submarine? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> That's their main way of getting to and from the island, right? Is you a can't submarine? take a horse on a submarine. You can not. Horses do not belong on submarines. They'll can you ever really own a horse? I, a horse owns you honestly yeah exactly <laughs> i learned that from red dead redemption that's true <laughs> that's very true um so uh they capture Ka- kate and jack and kind of hole them up uh but then eloise comes by and says this man that i shot 
I saw him. Uh, basically, he says like, "Hey, Jack, you know, you know, uh, tell me everything. Why are you here? You're not. You, I can tell you're not from the Dharma Initiative." Yeah. And Jack says, "You know what? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. So what's the point?" And then Eloise drops the big one, which is like, "All right, let me hit you with this. Seventeen years ago, or whenever, uh, a man came through and said uh, that we should bury a hydrogen bomb." Uh, and then he said he was from the future, and then he disappeared in front of my eyes. And then he appeared in the camp just now, and I shot him. And he has a book on him that says that has my handwriting in it. Uh, and he claimed to be my son. So kind of having a real yeah. one right I'm now. I'm open to ideas. I'm there. I'm uh, I'm open. <laughs> uh, I'm open to some outside wild stuff. the box thinking. Yes, is like gonna work. Uh, which is uh excellent. Yeah, which is cool. Well, yeah, that's what. Like, watching this episode, I expected the worst. Honestly, it was sort of great TV, and mm. it made me feel like what they're building up to in this episode. It's like, I wish this was the last season. I wish season six just never happened, mm-hmm. and they, like, blew up the island. Yeah. Because this is actually suspenseful. Mm-hmm. There's, like, weird time travel shit, but mm-hmm. it's, like, at least somewhat comprehensible. Yeah. The characters aren't, like, fucking stupid. It's, like, Eloise and... um who's the and Whitmore yeah, yeah. it's like have existed yeah. sort of behind the scenes and in the world of lost the entire time mm-hmm. and we have like had inadvertent contact with them we've had like mm-hmm. their offspring with us and stuff so mm-hmm. it's like they're more useful normal characters where it's like we still haven't like met Jacob yet yeah. the temple and shit yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. exist yet yeah it's very i think it's this is the episode that's immediately before the finale. Yeah. And so I was kind of expecting like a boring ass, like, oh, we got to move all the pieces into place. Yeah. And while that is what this episode yeah. is, absolutely, it's setting up the like, we're going to blow up the island part of the finale. Uh-huh. Uh, and while all that is definitely very wild and silly, it still like feels n- like to, to give it credit for just feeling consequential is like too low of a bar. Totally. It's more than that. There's, yeah. it, it actually feels it's like exciting a little bit. Like the debate that Jack and Kate have gets to the core of one of Lost's big themes yeah. of fate and predeterminism. Yeah. Jack is like, well, all these mistakes we've made, we can wipe them clean. Uh-huh. Kate says, Kate at one point says like, you're, you're just, we're just going to like pretend that these last, you know, 30 years or whatever never happened. Uh, and Jack says, you know, all that misery is going to be gone. Kate says, it wasn't all misery. Jack says, enough of it was. And it's like, also, it's like, this is a good recurring theme that's mm. even like in the episode in other ways because they mm. also tackle on like, Said has just recently shot child Ben. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, we have to do this because this will end all this pain. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you can't kill a kid. And it's like, so there is just this ongoing debate. Mm-hmm. It like arises in so many different ways Mm -hmm. it's actually like smart clever writing yeah it's weird to have the have like the big silly time travel episode be one of the most like thematically cohesive episodes maybe we've seen in like a long time yeah uh but here it is here it is and it's uh yeah welcome home mama it's fucking good honestly i would i would i would go as far as to say that this is good a good episode of television this is a good episode of television yeah i'll agree Mm -hmm. uh so uh yeah uh, and also like the fact that the characters not only are dumbasses but act like they are informed by like years and years of like totally. having it coexisted having changed and they're slightly unpredictable or mm-hmm. at least it's like there's several sides going on it's mm-hmm. like jack wants to do this thing kate doesn't want to do this thing mm-hmm. so that creates like tension mm-hmm. it creates like both of them are mm-hmm. they both are capable of like 
bringing the story forward mm-hmm. and both of them feel capable of like swaying the other person yeah, potentially and it doesn't or something like that. And like the debate doesn't feel like like Jack is like I'm Jack is absolutely dead set like he's like I'm not wrong. Yeah. Blowing up this hydrogen bomb is yeah. the right thing to do. Uh, and his logic is like, well, we fucking got yanked to here and now. Uh, and Kate calls him out and says, you know who you sound like? You sound like Mr. John Locke. John Locke. And not too long ago, I remember you saying he was crazy too. And Jack has a transformation and says, well, maybe I was wrong about Locke. Maybe I'm, maybe I was a fool to hate him so much. Yeah, so it's like it all is fitting together. And it's just working the way that I've seen stories work before. Yeah. It's, it's working. It's working. It, this is the show working. It's this, crazy. And this late in the game, too. I know. I didn't expect the end of season five to be coherent. And it and it's <laughs> and I'm so impressed. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm delighted, especially after some of the shit we've s- sat through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, they decide uh, um, to to go along. Uh, and Eloise says, all right, let these guys go. We're going to take him to the bomb. And there's some, there's some hesitation among the others. And, uh, but they ultimately say, all right, we're going to take you there. Yeah. Uh, I believe the crew is Eloise, Richard, Kate, and Jack. And a random, incredibly handsome other that we've never seen before. A true hunk. Mm-hmm. Real hunk. An outstanding hottie. A real slice of beef. Yeah. Uh, and he's, uh, he's there, too. Uh, so... They're going along, and Kate eventually has had enough. Kate says, I cannot be participant to the detonation of a nuclear bomb. Fair. Um, and uh, You know what? Some people just don't have murder in their heart. Some people just don't have murder in their heart, and Kate, in this moment, doesn't have it. Kate, that's ca- that's the murder growth. is gone. People yeah. can change. Pe- the murder has left her heart. I guess if you have murder in your heart, if you just murder, you will get it out of your heart. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. That's why criminals never commit more crimes. Yeah, that's why you... I mean, I'm not advocating for murder. I'm just saying that it's difficult to not if it's literally inside of your heart. Yeah, I mean, it really... I think I think we can all learn a valuable lesson from Kate's whole arc. Yeah. Which is that uh, once you get the murder out of your system, you're good now. You're fine. You're if fine. there was someone in front... Uh, say I'm a judge. and Okay, you're a judge. It's a murder trial. And the person's defense, they say, Judge, I had murder in my liver. I would say, suck it up. Yeah. Because... That's not enough. That's not enough. Y- it can stay in your liver. It, it can, can stay in your lungs. It can stay in your brain for all I care. Get it out of your heart. If it's in your heart, I'd, yeah, reduce the sentence at least. <laughs> at the very least, reduce the sentence. That's why I'm against mandatory minimums. It's the heart <laughs> aspect of the... <laughs> Our, our our political platform is really something that that I think everybody can get behind. No mandatory minimums. Uh-huh. Uh, something f- about firefighters. Something about firefighters. <laughs> I've already forgotten what else we had talked about. Some forty one was involved at some point. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> but I am firmly behind whatever I said. <sighs> you can fact check me. I'll <laughs> stand by it. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, I, s- I said it into a recorded microphone, so I probably meant it exactly. at some point. My God. <sighs> um, so, Kate le- wants to leave. But then, handsome other points a gun at Kate and says, you can't leave. You've seen our secrets. Uh, and the situation escalates. Kate's like, I d- don't care about your secrets. I'm not uh-huh. going back to the Dharma Initiative. Jack's like, no, you don't need to point the gun at him. And the other's like, no, I'm going to... J- 
fucking kill I'm you if you keep take one more step. Gonna kill her, motherfucker. And, and then, bang. And Kate looks down and she's like, oh, did I just get shot? Nuh-uh. She handsome, didn't. Handsome other got shot. And Saeed emerges from the bushes. He was just in the bushes. <laughs> he was just living in that one bush. <laughs> totally. He was doing the Fortnite strategy of crouching in one bush he and hoping. He was camping. He was camping for Honestly, cheap. <laughs> Saeed is, you know what? Saeed, cheap move. Yeah. Uh, but And that's why... He gets killed in the next season, but then he respawns as like the shitty version of himself. That's exactly it. He got he got like um shadow banned. Yeah. Or something. He got shadow banned. Yeah. Love that band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love any band more than the summer of forty one. Summer of forty one. Don't you know the big shadow band hit though? Uh it's like I am the darkness behind the light. Shadow Band. That's a pretty good song. <laughs> That's just a genuinely good song that I like to hear. I'm there in the day and I'm gone in the night. Shadow Band. I feel like at night there's everything just, is the shadow. Yeah, everything is a shadow. It's all like the biggest shadow of all time. Wow, which holy is the Earth's shadow. Or did shadow I, Band. Or did I just blow your mind? I. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't want to give away our secrets, but. We are recording this on 420. Oh, yeah. And my mind just got blown. Damn. And I don't know. It's just like weed, you know? It's just, it is just like weed. Can they just legalize it already? Oh, James. <laughs> no. You, you haven't heard? No, I haven't heard anything. You haven't heard the good news? I've been, uh, isn't it 1977? Oh, sweetie, you're right. It is 1977, and back in 1977, Saeed just killed a man. Yes, <laughs> and, fuck yes. And uh, and uh, Jack <laughs> it is, is good news. Jack, and Jack is kind of breaking down the breaking <laughs> it down for Saeed, and Saeed's like, "Okay, so you're saying we can erase the past? Sounds good to me." Uh, I killed a child earlier. <laughs> Saeed's super into it. And then this is also where Saeed learns that uh, they Ben didn't die. Ben didn't die. They went to bring him to Richard to heal him. And, and Saeed's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? He's going to do so much murder. Yeah. Uh, and and so like, that's, that's no, that whole thing. You can't kill a kid. Uh, they end up going to a pond, uh -huh. and they take a big, long swim, an incredibly long and scary swim yep. through a tunnel uh, to reach this underground temple place. Uh-huh. Where uh, where they're keeping the bomb. Where they're keeping the bomb, and they look at the bomb, and they go, well, here it is. How are we? <laughs> my, my favorite moment in this is um like uh uh fucking uh, uh jack and richard are just kind of like shooting the shit yeah and they're like what's the they're like how are we gonna how are we gonna get the bomb out of here uh and richard yeah. says like oh i know i know a way and jack's like you're not talking about the fucking huge swim tunnel that we just swam through and richard is like it's a 40 ton hydrogen bomb no. i'm not talking about the uh, tunnel no uh, you idiot. It's good. And that's pretty much the past, right? Uh, there there's is another, th yeah, there's another thing in the past. There's another plot. The jig is also up for yeah. uh, one Jim LaFleur and one Juliette LaFleur. Yeah. Um, the LaFleur family. The LaFleur family is being tortured by some nerds. Some nerds. We got Harold. We got Harold. We got uh, Stuart. We got Stuart Radzinski, and we got Phil the Weasel Man. Yeah, Phil the Weasel Man. Uh, they, um, are torturing Jim to try to get, uh, info out of him, and they're, like, and while this is happening, like, they're, like, kind of pleading, they're, like, please, we're not here to, 
hurt you. We're not enemies. Uh, and of Jim's the state. And Jim's just like, listen, nothing. And even if we told you, you wouldn't believe us anyway. What the heck? Okay. And and uh, 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 there's a lot of like just Sawyer getting just punching, just getting yeah. punched a lot, and Stuart punching him, and and uh, Harold being like, "What are we doing? Yeah. We can't beat up Stuart. We can't keep beating up Stuart." And Stuart's like, "We gotta do it. We you don't have the stomach for this stuff." Yeah, and I'm gonna do what it takes to protect our people. It doesn't really go anywhere. They just get punched a lot. They just get punched a lot. At one point, Phil says, "I can make him talk," and walks over and punches Juliet. And he still doesn't talk. <laughs> still doesn't talk. Uh, I, and then uh, Pierre comes through. Pierre Chang, the yeah. man from the Dharma videos, who is running the whole thing, comes through and says, "We have to evacuate every everyone." Uh, and Sawyer says, all right, get us a, get us a place on that sub and we'll tell you everything you need to know. Which is cool. And they do. And there's some good scenes of Sawyer and Juliet kind of like getting shimmied onto the submarine. And Sawyer says like, here's my plan. We're going to buy Microsoft. (laughs) We're going to bet on the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. We're just going to be rich. We're going to welcome to the future, baby. They look, he looks at the island, says, fuck this place, get good riddance. And they sit on the sub and they talk about, about how much they love each other. And it's sweet. Yeah. And Kate comes down for some reason. Yeah. She's also on the sub, and the sub leaves. The sub leaves, and that's that. That's that. That's the end of In a big CGI sub scene. Oh, yeah. The CGI sub doesn't look good. It's the water, really, is, like, pretty weird looking. The sub looks fine, IMO. Uh, Where it it falls apart is the water, which looks fucking PlayStation 1 ass. It's cool. Mario Sunshine ass water. Mario Sunshine has good looking water. Mario water. Mario water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mario Shadow Band. Ooh. It's a me, a shadow. <laughs> it's a me, Shadow the Hedgehog. And then that's the past, pretty much, right? There's, there's one, one scene that's really worth talking about. There's one scene that is uh, really worth talking about. Um, Who is it? We got Hurley. Hurley is gathering food to meet up with Miles and Jim. Yeah. And they meet up in the woods. Because they're just getting the hell out they're of just it. like we're out of here yeah the jig is up they got sawyer they got, and juliet they got sawyer and juliet hurley's like we should but we should go sawyer wouldn't leave us behind and they're like fuck that fuck that we, we gotta we we can't and so we gotta go yeah but who walks up to them but pierre chang pierre chang himself and pierre says uh are you guys from the future daniel faraday told me that you guys were all from the future is this true and hurley says like uh no way that's that's, that's bogus that's bogus uh, and then Hurley says, and then Pierre Chang just starts grilling Hurley mm-hmm. to prove that he's from the future, and to prove that he's from like the present time rather. And he says, it, "This is a very funny comedy scene." Uh, Hurley, uh, Pierre says, "When were you born?" Uh, and Hurley spits out, "Uh, 1931." And <laughs> Hurley, and he's like, so you're 46. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> uh, and then Pierre says, "So you fought in the Korean War." Uh, to which Hurley replies, that's a trick question. There's no such thing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> smash cut to Miles, smash cut to Jin. Yeah. <laughs> Both looking like, come on, dude. What the hell? Hurley? The, idea, <laughs> the idea of Hurley not having a, thinking that the Korean War is fake is mm-hmm. a very rich uh, joke. I like it. Um, and forgetting, and not, and believing it's fake next to Jin. The totally. Only, one a of the Korean only, person. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, and then, and then finally, uh, the the straw that breaks the camel's back is, uh, 
Pierre asks him, who is the president of the United oh, States yeah. right now? And Hurley just says, all right, we're from the future. I give up. It's funny. It's it, good. It's funny. Uh, and then Pierre says, like, Faraday said there was going to be a disaster on this island. Uh, uh, he said that I should evacuate everybody. Uh, is this true? And Miles says, you know what? Uh, Faraday's been right about everything so far. I'd believe him. Uh, and then, <laughs> again, cut cut again to Faraday's corpse. Oh, yeah. Mm. Dead old Faraday. Dead old Faraday. And that's the past, right? That's the past. Uh, the past, I'm realizing, is better than the future in this episode. Absolutely. I do yeah. like a lot of the stuff in the future. There's a lot to like about it. But the, the past, past is pretty good. The past is really good. You have a lot of the classic thing of like, it makes sense that Pierre Chang would be fine with time travel because he's like been researching it his mm-hmm. whole life, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of why they're on the island. Um, the, one of the first seasons of the season is him saying to a to a bewildered worker, we're going to manipulate time. Mm-hmm. Uh and like Eloise being the same way, being like, I've had really twisted experiences, so I definitely believe that you're from the future. Uh, and just like reasoning his her way through it instead of like overreacting and like here's here's I think where this episode why this episode is good. Uh, because the characters aren't like the characters are like communicating with each other totally and trying to work towards a goal instead of like just being like obtuse for no reason yeah everyone feels like they can have consequence mm-hmm. uh, whereas it's like in season six it's like well whatever i guess just we're on jacob's ride now yeah exactly i we're think we're gonna this... fucking go to a lighthouse that doesn't mean anything i mean i would argue that this is even a problem in like like going all the way back to when like the others are first introduced and the others are just like antagonistic for reasons that don't even like, totally yeah, yeah. make sense or anything yeah so to have like characters just like talk it out with each other and like work together is just like fucking what a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, on that note, let's go to the future present. Uh, Locke is alive. Locke is alive and well. Ben and Son are there too. Yep. And Locke walks up to Richard's camp full of the others, and Richard is just making a bottle in a ship because he has nothing better to do. Oh, I yeah, guess. he's just like petting a bottle in a ship. <laughs> <laughs> he he is. I j- think he has like a stick inside the bottle. Yeah, it's weird. It's bizarre. Um, he and Locke walks up and says, "Hey, remember me? I'm the leader now." Uh, and Richard's like, "Yeah, I do remember you. Yeah, it's been three years, hasn't it? It's been three years, and you're the leader now." Uh, oh, Locke. <clears throat> so what's the move, uh, Chief? And Locke says, "All right, you and I, we gotta go run an errand. Uh, but then uh, we're gonna take everybody and go." Uh, go to see Jacob. Go to see Jacob. Well, he says, I want you to take me to see Jacob. Yes. Maybe he doesn't say this yet. Uh, also, Locke, <laughs> I also want to mention that Locke walks into camp with a boar over his shoulders. Oh, yes. Super extra. This is a look. It's a, it's a, it's a, dare I say it? Is it a mood? It's a mood. It's a bit of yeah, a mood. I think it might be a mood. Could be a mood. Could definitely a look. Um, and... So, oh yeah, there's a lot happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke is so while Locke is debating with Richard, Son, uh, is, Son and Ben are like standing aside and talking, and Son's like, "Who's that guy?" and talking to Locke, and Ben explains like, "That's Richard. He's been kind of like an advisor for like, and he's you know, been he's been here forever. He's been yeah. here for a long time." Son walks up and says, "Hey, were you here in 1977?" And pulls out the picture from oh, the yeah. from the Dharma recruitment yeah. time and says, "My friends, uh, our friends, Jack, Kate, and Hurley, they were here too, and so was my husband, Jin. Do you know? Do you know anything about that?" 
And uh, Richard says, yep, I remember meeting them all. And I remember it very clearly because I watched them all die. Which is a big, uh, and they just drop that and don't pick it up. Yeah, that's never a thing that's really addressed. <laughs> they just drop that. That is indeed just dropped. That'll actually come up in our questions. Yeah, um, okay, but, good. But uh, the answer is unsatisfying. Okay. It may surprise you to know. Uh, so <laughs> that was the big red herring from this episode. Yeah, that was the one. Like, mm, all right. Yeah. As as a like as like a hook, it's great. But knowing that it's nothing is totally like, a complete uh boner. For and sure. if there and it's like, I I like don't understand why they would put in that if they're not gonna like follow through on it, especially because it's like you gave us enough this episode. Yeah, we have a lot to work with here. Yeah, exactly. We don't need to add in. They all die. They're all going to die. Yeah. it's just like silly. silly we know they're not. You got renewed for another season already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could you imagine if it was just like they do all die they're and then it's just Son, Ben, and Locke and yeah. Richard trying to fucking hang out? Yeah, <laughs> That's they like, all. Died. Frank is there too. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lapidus. It's the Lapidus show. That Lapidus. would be good. That would be way better. I am. Um. So, uh, the errand they have to run. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Locke, Ben, and Richard are going to run an errand, and they go to uh a plane, and they that plane. Yeah. Why it's echoes the old smuggler, the plane. old smuggler plane with the hat with the heroin on it. We saw it last week. Mm-hmm. Heroin uh, plane, plane for a lady hero. Yeah, that's true. Um, but right now, it's a plane for Locke to tell. Locke tells a lot of confusing things to Richard immediately. Mostly a landmark. Yeah, um, the place where a thing will occur. A place where a thing will occur. A, a setting that they can return to and reuse, uh, as it's a very memorable location. Yeah, they paid for the fucking set already. Yeah, they well should use it in this season too. Might as well use it again. They say out loud. <laughs> Just when they're when they're when they're mapping out scenes in the episode, they're like, "We only got so much money for new scenes. We got to use an old one." Gotta use an old place. Wow, about that damn plane. That was fun. That was fun. Remember when the plane fell down? Remember when Echo set a plane on fire? Didn't you have a blast? Cool. What if we did another scene there? So they did. They did. And, and honestly, we're about to tell you about that scene. So strap in. Run, don't walk to this scene. <laughs> uh, where, so Locke tells Richard a bunch of shit. Richard Gear. Richard Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Alpert walks into the woods, and in his place is Richard, <laughs> Richard Gear. <Gere. laughs> they said J.J. Abrams said, "I don't care who, just get me a Richard and get me it right away." <laughs> and like Nixon was not available, Simmons was like underground at this point, so mm -hmm. Richard Gear was their third choice. Richard Gear and Richard Gear uh takes Locke's orders and he's like very confused because Locke's orders are confusing. Mm -hmm. Locke says to Richard, "Here's what you got to do. Remember that compass that I gave you back in the 50s? Yeah. Uh you're going to take that compass, you're going to give it to Locke. You're going to use this to 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 heal this man's leg. Uh he's been shot. Uh you're also going to tell him that he has to die and that he has to bring everybody back." Okay. Uh, and Richard's like, "Well, who's what, who's this guy? Who's this what guy? are you talking about, Locke? And Locke, John Locke? And Locke says, that guy is me. me. And that man grew up to be me. Me. <laughs> that man grew up to be Richard Gere. You might be wondering how we got here. And the answer well, is time travel shenanigans. Time travel shenanigans. And then it's like they're just, just a man wanders in. Yeah, and sure enough, it's He's John Locke. He's shot in the leg. And Richard He's bald. He is... 
lightly ripped. Mm-hmm. He says the words, don't tell me what I can't do. Mm-hmm. And he wins a Tony. He wins a Theodore <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony. He wins a Theodore Anthony a award. Theodore Anthony. And Richard Gere presents him with his Theodore <laughs> Anthony <laughs> award. <laughs> and says, you got... It's a $90 <laughs> via rail coupon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and says... Here you go, Mr. Lockwood. This you can travel from Victoria all the way to Halifax, and there's no rails leading to St. John's, Newfoundland, unfortunately. There's but yeah, I'm sorry. I know <laughs> it's always been your dream to take a train to Newfoundland, <laughs> but we just haven't gotten there yet. But hopefully, this will do for it now. Is very far, very f- honestly, fly. You, just fly. Fly. Take airplane. a ferry, even. Take a ferry. But until then, you can go anywhere in between the other places. There's $90 towards your ticket. <laughs> towards your, like, $1,400 ticket. Not even a full ticket, just the $90 towards a trade ticket. Well, Locke severed the journeyman, so he wants to see all. He wants to see Canada coast to coast. To coast. As soon as my legs back, I'm gonna go on a big trip. I'm gonna get everyone. As soon as my legs back, I'm gonna go tell. Gonna go die, and then I'm gonna go <laughs> go on a big trip across Canada. St. John's, Newfoundland. Ten provinces, three territories, baby. We're going yeehaw. Oh, it's like time travel because all the time zones. That's exactly it. He's we always bring it back to Lost somehow. We always bring it back to Lost eventually somehow, some way. So while Richard is Richard Gere is presenting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Locke with a $90 Via Rail coupon, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, present-day Locke and Ben are saying, this is pretty weird, huh? Hey, Locke, you, your timing was impeccable. How the heck did you know exactly when past you was going to emerge from the woods? And uh, Locke says, well, the island told me. Didn't it ever tell you anything? And Ben replies, well, it didn't tell me anything, but it clearly isn't telling you everything if you don't know how to get to Jacob without Richard's help. Idiot. And then Locke replies, you've never even seen Jacob, have you? And Ben doesn't say anything. Ben doesn't say shit. He shuts the F you. This dynamic is great. Yeah, The The dynamic of Ben is no longer the leader. Uh, and it's just like petty sniping at Locke, and Locke is just like, I know shit. Yeah, I know that. I know th- I'm like in on it now, and like Locke's and not being quite sure what Locke's motives are. Ben is throwing pitches, and Locke is taking the bat and just hitting Ben in the legs. <laughs> 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 if I saw that play in baseball, I would say you've done a bad job playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, but Locke is not playing baseball. No. He's playing straight fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's playing Streets of Rage too. Yes, he's gonna beat up uh, a trash can and then eat a turkey from it and become better. Yes, <laughs> that's how he got. That's how he came back from the dead. Trash turkey is my favorite episode of Lost. <laughs> I'm excited for us to get there. Turkey, turkey. Ooh, don't that don't feel like the way that feels in my mouth. Turkey, <laughs> turkey, uh, beef turkey. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a little better. Now yeah. that's a little tastier. Um, so. Uh, what happens next? Oh, Locke comes back. They all come back to the other's camp. Richard comes back and he's like, I did it, right? Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, great. Uh, oh, and, there's a, and Richard's like, yeah, and he like, really believed me with everything, uh, especially when I told him he would have to die. It's a good thing that didn't have to happen, eh? <laughs> yeah. And then Locke is like, mm, awkward. Actually, uh, this guy over here... Uh, 
He uh, he got me good. <laughs> yeah, I did die. I did get killed by Benjamin Linus. And, uh, Everyone's Richard like, what? What the heck? How does that make sense? We thought you didn't. We That's wacky. That's how, a twist. How can you come back from life? That's a Twix bar. <laughs> that's a real Twix bar. <laughs> Rick, Ricky famously loves Twix bars. Admiral Twix bar. He, he opens it up and says, there's two of them? Wow. <laughs> Put me down. <laughs> this is like a Kit Kat that's disconnected and it's half. I don't have to waste any energy snapping it in two, though. <laughs> I get so tired snapping my Tic Tacs. My, my Kit Kats. You wouldn't believe. My grandkids, they see me in the afternoon. I'm laying face down on the lawn. <laughs> I couldn't snap the whole thing. I have a Kit Kat just fucking sitting in my pocket. Oh, my God. I tried one of those Kit Kat chunkies one time. Too big. Broke my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Class, Ricky famously <laughs> talks exactly like the man in the Boston <laughs> video who sees the whale and yes. says it's a baby fucking whale. Jay, yes. are you seeing this shit? <laughs> he talks exactly like that man, <laughs> and, and 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 is also frail, brittle. <laughs> he can't do it. Brittle as fine china, Richard is. <laughs> <laughs> he loves chocolate. He loves chocolate, but he can't eat any of it. Only Twix bars <laughs> are good. <laughs> Only Twix bars will not shatter his bones. <laughs> like Twix and Kinder Buenos. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a famous <laughs> fact about Richard Alpert. Factoid. Uh, factoid oh, happy alert. Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. <laughs> Honestly, I hope you enjoy our chocolate talk. <laughs> Choco taco. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, welcome home. Welcome, <laughs> welcome home. It's been a long journey, but we're finally home. Uh, so, uh, so Locke comes back to the camp and gives a big speech, and says, "All right, I'm the leader now, and I know I've gone for three years, but I'm here, and uh, I'm going to be running things a little differently. As I understand, you all have been taking orders from a guy named Jacob, but nobody has ever seen Jacob, uh, and I'm sure there's a good reason." And I'm going to go over, and uh, Richard has agreed to take us all to see Jacob. And so we're going to get answers straight from the horse's mouth. Finally, uh, no more of this. If we're taking orders from someone, we got to see who it is. We got to meet the boss. Meet your boss today. (laughs) Yeah, Locke basically shows up and says, all right, folks, time to meet the big boss. We're meeting the big (laughs) boss, taking a field trip to the boss's house. (laughs) It's like the episode of The Office where Michael and Dwight go to David Wallace's house. This mm. is that. It's exactly like that. Um, it's one hundred percent like that, and everyone's like, "Uh oh, I hope no shenanigans happen. I hope <laughs> I hope Locke doesn't say anything <laughs> racist or homophobic." Yeah, I, and we all hope that, but we know it will happen. We know it will happen because that's John Locke. And then Ben Linus is gonna mug at the camera yeah. and go, Whoa, and then it'll cut to Sun looking at the camera and saying, "You know, I don't care about the boss trip. I just want to find my husband. I just want to find my husband." Um, and it's like, girl, get mm. a grip. You don't need no man. That's true. Sun could be a strong, independent uh, woman. What if Sun was just like, fuck it. He keeps leaving. He's not worth it. They they almost do this. I want the bald man back. For a long time, Sun thinks that Jin is just dead. Yeah. And that's when Sun's the most interesting. When Sun's like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna buy a share in my com- my father's company. Yeah. I'm gonna become a boss. Oh yeah, this I'm is when she's badass. Yeah, she's when badass. she leaves the island. She like negotiates with Widmore she and shit. Pu- she puts a gun to Ben's head. Yeah. 
And it's then, cool. And then all that gets wiped away as soon as there's a hint of He's maybe like, Jin oh, is no. alive. I need Jin. I'm, I'm a little helpless lady. I'm a little helpless lady. Literally, in the I can't eat a Twix bar even. Sun's only role in this whole episode is to ask about Jin. Totally, it sucks. <laughs> he asks about Jin during this speech. Yeah. And Locke and and asks, can Jacob? Can this Jacob fella help me get back to my husband? And Sun and Locke, without missing a beat, says absolutely. It's like okay. And then there's a pretty good scene also afterwards where Rick, Ricky, and Ben are aside, and they're saying, and Rick, Richard's like, you know, I'm starting to think maybe John Locke is going to be more tr- is going to be trouble. And then Ben says, well, why do you think I killed him? Ha! <laughs> funny. Tried to kill him. Why do you think I tried to kill him? Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's the whole team is up. They're walking. They're strolling, and they're going to. Uh, and Ben is being a big weasel. Ben is uh, being a big uh, weasel and rats out Richard. Rich- he says, <laughs> "Like Richard had some concerns and misgivings that uh, yeah. that you weren't that you don't know what you're doing." And I just wanted to let you know. I know we've had our differences, but I am here to serve you, sir, Mr. President, sir, Mr. Boss Man, Mr. Boss Man, sir, Manager. And Locke says, uh, "That's that's. I appreciate you bringing this to my attention." Uh, but listen, uh, I know I said that I was interested in visiting Jacob to reunite with my friends. That's not why I'm going to Jacob. I'm going, and Ben says, well, why? Why could you possibly want to talk to Jacob other than reuniting with your friends? That's the only reason I want to talk to Jacob. Yeah. And uh, Locke says, I'm going to see Jacob because I'm going to kill him. Yeah, it's cool. And then, and then, and this, this is... This is the note that the show ends on. This is the big cliffhanger of yeah. the episode. And it's a great cliffhanger. Yeah. Because, like, as far as we know, Jacob is the boss. And the idea of Locke wanting to visit Jacob is compelling enough. Yeah. The idea of Locke wanting to kill Jacob suddenly asks adds a million questions to his That's motives. That's big as frig. It's big as frig. Uh, and it confirms the suspicion that we've had that Locke is different now that he's back. Yeah, Something, he's not. Off. He's not the same happy-go-lucky guy. No, no, no. He's a uh, he's locked stock in two smoking barrels. Well, yeah, he's locked in on his crazy wild mm-hmm. ride. Uh, I like this last shot though because uh, they're walking like among. As far as we can tell, they're just like walking like among fully in the pack of a bunch of others. Yeah, and it's all of them. And Locke just openly says to Ben. I'm going to kill Jacob. And, and no ben, one's like, no, what? No one's like, what? Yeah. Ben even stops in his tracks, and like the camera like pans around him as he d- does a befuddled expression, yeah. and the music goes, oh, no. What oh, does this mean? No. But while this is happening, people are like passing just, by yeah. Ben and like looking at him and being like, hey, man. And like, <laughs> just like. You okay, sir? They just keep on going. Little man. Little man who was my boss for years. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. About I that. don't know. But, but it's big. It's still a big. lot of things happen. A lot of things happen in this episode, as we as mentioned before. I was satisfied. Pretty satisfying episode, front to it's back. It's like a meal that's the right size. Front to back, a pretty damn fun episode that we enjoyed. It's like a whole small pizza. Uh, it was really an entire small pizza. Yeah. No, no slice too thin. No slice too thin. Uh, and all the even like the like this is this is season five at its best. I yeah. know. Totally. Uh, I sure. think this is the best season five episode I've ever seen. For sure, for sure. Same. Uh I'm I'm still partial to LaFleur, but I really like I was I was surprised by how good this episode Le was, Fleur. for sure. Um so listen, this yes. ep- this episode raises a lot of questions. No, it doesn't. I'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> what? I am afraid it does. <laughs> what what if what Fun. if I looked up and said, Oh no, no question. <laughs> no. 
the folks at Lostpedia were kind enough to compile all the questions that this episode raises, as, uh-huh. as well as their answers. Okay. And I've got them handy right I here. I think I got the answers already. Well, that's... Try me. Try, do your worst. I'm going to do my worst. I'm going to do Lostpedia's worst. Uh, first of all, why were the tunnels built? Um, the tunnels were built for the hydrogen bomb. Uh... You know, I like that answer, but it's not what's written here. Uh, and it's what is written here is a little bit baffling, but I'm going to give it to you and okay. see what you make of it. Yeah, I'll baffle. Uh, as they lead up to the Dharma housing, it appears that they may have been intended as a passage to the monster's summoning chamber. Well, th- but there are... Um the passage to the monster summoning chamber, which we have seen, yeah. fucking sucks. It's not good. It's, it's a like little a little drain that you have to crawl through. It's a little So toilet. they built these incredible, beautiful mm-hmm. passages, mm-hmm. and they just like forgot to connect it or something? I guess. Okay. So what they're saying is it's never explained. Yes, effectively. <laughs> okay. I think that's, that's how I choose to interpret it. Yeah. Um, here's the big one. Why did Richard say that he watched the Oceanic Six all die? Um, because the thing blew up. Uh, yes. He knows they vanished following the detonation of Jughead, the bomb, uh-huh. in the incident. Okay. So, fine. yeah. Which is, which is fair. Yeah, that's it's just, I don't know if they, I don't know if Ricky ever, like, s- follows up on that. Totally, yeah. Which... It's just a big thing to say. It's a huge statement Especially to make. Especially whenever they didn't all die, and we know they didn't all die, and it's not even tense, because he's like, they all died. It's also, like, it's also, like, mostly this episode is really good at, like, characters, like, communicating with each yeah. other. Uh, why wouldn't, like... This is this is the scene where I feel like in real life, if someone, if Ricky said to Sun, "I watched them all die," Sun would be like, "What How? do you mean? How yeah. did they die? What but happened?" She just is like, "Oh, okay. Like, I wonder if it's true or not. Yeah. Guess there's no way of knowing." Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. Uh, how does Richard know how to find Jacob? Um, because he's his bud. Yes, effectively, <laughs> <laughs> he is Jacob's personal representative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Why sure. would they ask that question now? Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have an answer for you, unfortunately. But I do have more questions. Why? Here's a big one. Uh-huh. Why did Locke tell Richard to give his past self the compass? Um. I have no idea. Now this is a complicated one. Okay. So bear with me. Does it have to do with electromagnetism? Uh, I actually don't think it does. Wow. Um, that's shocking. It actually. does have to do with the smoke monster. Okay. So a thing we never really talk about, uh, talked about, I guess, is uh-huh. the fact that the viewer thinks that this is. If you're watching this the regular way, uh-huh. you think Locke is just back from the dead. Yeah. But you and I both know that that's not Locke. That's the smoke monster pretending yes. to be Locke. Yeah. Uh, so. It is actually the man in black, which is what Lostpedia tends to call the smoke monster man because he never got named. Of course. So they just call him the man in black because he wears a black shirt. Uh, so the man in black, it was actually the man in black who was setting up Locke's life and death to be manipulated. Richard's 1954 encounter with Locke and the compass resulted in the others believing and expecting Locke would be the leader of the island. Additionally, the man in black wanted Locke to get himself killed so that he could assume his form as the risen Locke in his scheme to manipulate Ben. Okay. Which tracks. It's interesting. It's, you know, it's fine. It's good enough. Yeah. I think that, I think that's fine. I think the twist of like, the, 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 the way like Locke, the way Lost handles the twist of Locke is actually the, the man in black. Yeah. Is good. Where that whole storyline flounders is where, for me, is when they try to make it the smoke monster as well. 
uh-huh. and assigning motive to the smoke monster is where I go like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Don't, that's not. I, I agree. Uh, what did Locke mean that the island told him where to find his past self? Um, I don't know. That's a stupid question. <laughs> it is a stupid question with a stupid answer. Uh, as this is actually the monster, it seems likely that he just knew uh, just in virtue of his connection to the island. Interestingly, the monster does not even take seriously the island of follow the the monster does not even take seriously the idea of following the island's will. Fine. That's fine. I think cuz that's the thing that always comes up, right? Is yeah. the like the idea that of like Ben says he did it for the island. Yeah. Locke, especially early on is very motivated by like doing it all for the island. Yeah. The this the idea that the island has some kind of will of its own is uh is something that kind of always gets brought up and all and never really quite explained but it's a constant presence yeah and it's one of the more interesting uh uh ideas of the show i think even though it, even though obviously like everything it's it turns out it's like electromagnetism or whatever the hell i hate how it's like this was a good episode and then mm. whenever you it's like they just fucked everything up so hard in season six that yeah. it's like forcing us to look at things from this lens. Exactly. It's so it's detrimental to it, the enjoyment of the show. It really is a damn shame. If season six never happens, I think Lost goes out like, like I don't it's know. It's like it got worse. Yeah, exactly. It got worse. It got it goes pretty wild, but like the ending had me guessing. Yeah. Uh, and then season six is like so irredeemable yeah. that like it's it actually just taints the rest of the show yeah. completely uh final question why does Locke want to kill jacob um because he's the smoke monster and the smoke monster wants to kill jacob and get off the island because mm. his mom never named him that's exactly right you literally pretty much word for word uh that's exactly it yeah uh good episode it was a great episode i would call it a great episode um yeah. so what do you say we watch one more? I would watch another. After an episode like that, I could always go for another slice. So this will be our last time, I think, rolling from 1 to 60, right? Okay, and then we're doing 30 after? Then we're cutting it down to 30. Okay. So everybody uh, give a big salute to number 60, because this is our last time seeing it. Hell yes. I got 22. 22. Ooh, 22. Season 2, episode 19, uh, SOS. Uh, guess who this episode centers on? Um, SOS Sawyer? No. SOS, um, this Bernard. You got it. It's Rosen, yes! it's Rosen Bernard. Rosen Bernard! <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god. Oh, this will be fun. This will be fun. Yeah. This will be a fun episode. This will be episode 90 for us. Oh, cool. That's a celebration. That's a celebration, honestly. That means we have, after, after next week, full quarter of loss left a scant 30 eps a scant 30 episodes the end is in sight and that's fun uh thank you all so much for listening to our show uh i've been bean you can follow me on twitter at barrier trio my account is locked right now because i tweet about how much i hate my job but uh feel free to follow me anyway <laughs> yeah. and if you're not a weirdo i'll accept it probably yes you can just go on jamesbrown.space and read my story he's got a great story He's got a, he's a tale as old as time. Look at my mug. <laughs> if you want to look at James Brown's salty mug. My salty sea mug. <laughs> then you can go to jamesbrown.space. Uh, you can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash theislandshuffle or on twitter.com at islandshuffle. Uh, I also want to shout out noiseface.xyz. 
um, for hosting us. Uh, handsome, lovely podcast network full of uh, fun podcasts like Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, My Pod Cabbages, The Stick, uh, Giants Confirmed, uh, and even more podcasts than that. To list them all would be uh, a lot of podcasts. It'd be a lot of lists. It'd be a lot of lists. But trust me, there's a lot of great stuff that you should listen to all the time there. Um, I also want to mention that in addition to being on Spotify now and iTunes and Google Play and all that Hell nonsense, yeah. we have been added to Stitcher. Uh, oh, I no way. I think. Um, I think Matt is in the process of adding us to Stitcher right cool. now. So we may, by the time That's this episode crazy. is out, we'll be on Stitcher, I, I think. I have that app on my goddamn phone. You can Finally, you can listen to this podcast on your phone. On my phone. <laughs> instead, of in, instead of however else you were listening to it. Yeah. So, I mean, Spotify I have on my phone, too. That's true. That's and true. I can download it onto my phone. That's true. Um, but you know what? It's a different app. It is a whole different app. Some people say there's only one app. I... Heartily disagree. You obviously haven't been to Red Lobster's two appetizers for twenty dollars. I haven't. I have never. And I've never heard of such a thing. And it sounds fucked up and fake to me. Well, let's get to the R L A S A P. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna wrap this episode up. Go to the Red Lobster, and the way we wrap up every episode, of course, is by saying the thing that we love to say, which is, of course, get lost. It's a real life crime. 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 Oh yeah, it's a real life crime. It's a real life crime. Yeah, yeah, it's a real life crime. It's a real life crime. That's all I ask of you. It's a real life crime. Oh baby, commit a crime for me. It's a real life crime. Oh yeah, sip the coffee, yeah. It's a real life crime. Seagull in the park on a sunny day. <sighs> Abba's good.